No purple songs can fly? Welcome to our program, produced by the Children in Treatment at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. Our program is about great music made by some terrific young talents. Now, here are the hosts of Purple Songs Can Fly. Hi, everybody. My name is Emily Freeman, and you are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids Network. Today, we have in the studio... Erica Alvarado, a fellow patient at the Texas Children's Cancer Center that I'm also meeting for the first time. So, welcome Erica. We are very excited to hear have you here in the studio today. Thank you very much. I'm super stoked to be here with you. Meeting awesome. you for the first time. <laughs> first of all, could you tell us uh, and our listeners um, what you're interested in, what you're interested in and what you were involved in before your diagnosis? Uh, well, I was pretty much a bookworm. <laughs> I was just very focused in school. Just like what you do for fun. Um, really for fun? <laughs> I was just staying home and studying. I'm not kidding. I'm not even sugarcoating it. I really was just always focused on maintaining a 4.0 and trying to, you know, graduate with honors and all that great stuff that looks good for dental school because I'm trying to be a dentist. Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. So tell me about when you were first diagnosed with cancer. How did you know something was wrong and who told you? And Okay, perfect. Well, um, <laughs> the road to my diagnosis was actually quite a process. Um, mm. So it started in 2012, which was like last year. Right. Um, in February, I started feeling lots of abdominal pain and, uh, you know, lots of just, I was always bloated and, mm. you know, it was excruciating pain. I couldn't take it. And so it took up until July of 2012 to finally wow. get diagnosed. Wow. And that was with my first surgery. And that's when um, July 13th of last year is when I got diagnosed uh, mm. with ovarian cancer. Mm. And um, that was a month fresh out of high school graduation. So it was like, wow, huge shock. <laughs> right, right. Mm. Talking about timing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you um, tell me something this experience has taught you or how it has changed you, do you think? Oh my God, I think it's changed <laughs> me a lot. And I think for the better, I and, definitely. <laughs> right, and kind of like your pers- perspective. For sure, for sure, yeah, definitely. I look at life much more different now. You know, uh, mm. you find yourself complaining about the craziest things, you know, yes. before you go through something like this. And now it's like even just brushing my teeth and being able to dress myself every morning. I'm like, right. thank you, God. I'm so excited exactly. to do that. <laughs> being yeah. in your own home. Yes. Yes. And just being, you know, self-efficient again. I'm not depending right. on my mom to bathe right. me. <laughs> yeah, I understand. So it's, it's the best feeling in the world for sure. Just to be independent again mm. and be back in school and yes. working and just, yes. you know, doing it all again. Being super Erica as I was before. Oh, that is my so awesome. Awesome. That is so awesome. Thank you. Thank so you. do you have any, I mean, I know I do. Do you have any like special nurse stories that you oh, have in the course. hospital? Yes, yes. Um, during my chemo, um, one of the nurses I had most often was Patty. I'm not sure if you know her. She's on the ninth floor of, okay. of uh, yeah, she was like 
one of my favorite nurses because she was just so sweet Aww. and I really like just treated her like a friend you know she'd come in and we'd gossip and keep <laughs> up with what's going on on e-news and, <laughs> yeah and then same thing goes for Marianne and Tiffany so those were the three nurses that I was just like oh my god all over crazy about because we were just like friends all three of us right so. mm-hmm. it wasn't like nurse yeah exactly exactly for sure relationship oh awesome Mm -hmm. well how about like a goofy funny story do you have any of those unfortunately not really um except for one on the very first night of my chemo um Mm. i made tiffany and marianne and i hope they don't get in trouble for this but (laughs) i made them i forced them to stay in my room so i can give both of them manicures and because i brought over my (laughs) nail stuff and i was like you guys like i brought my nail polish nail files cuticle oils like we have to give each other manicures and so i did i made them stay in for like 15 minutes so i could paint both their nails and they're like running off doing this with their hands trying to make their nail polish dry really quickly. Right, waiting <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Check vitals. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, um, how did you first, like, find out um, about the Purple Songs from Fly project? It was actually during, um, I want to say it was my first round of chemo. It mm. should have been, yeah, it must have been my first round of chemo. Um, it was just really a surprise. I'm sure you know Sarah Ben, the child life I think specialist. so. Yeah, think so, so she comes in my room and she's like, well, I have a surprise for you and <laughs> it's going to show up sometime this week because the way that my chemo worked was I would stay in the hospital for a week. Uh. So she's like, it'll be sometime this week. Just just expect it. Right. So one morning, um, in comes uh, Patricia. If mm-hmm. I'm, that's your name, right? Patricia <laughs> uh, uh, Fox. Patricia, sorry, sorry. I don't know why I always want to call her Patricia. <laughs> I, I hope she doesn't kill me for it, but she knows I love her. But she comes in and just like playing this beautiful guitar music and I want to say the song was um I can't remember what the song was but it was so soothing and I was just feeling so crappy that morning and so like I woke up and I was just listening to her music and then you know we got to talking she wrote my story we wrote the song and that's how I was introduced it was great oh awesome all right so we're gonna end the segment by song by Megan called Pearl Inside and she was 14 I've known Shannon since fourth grade We've done lots of girl stuff together She helps me go inside myself I know we'll be best friends forever She's like a sister She's like my ocean Yeah, she's like a sister in 
on-air community where teens talk and the world listens tune in to express yourself an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people we'll talk with cool celebrities exhilarating experts and tenacious teens with experience Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. What does it mean to be a supergirl? It's all about acceptance, respect, healthy relationships, and how to deal with peer pressure. It's all about real life issues that girls face every day. Join your hosts as they talk about hobbies, friendships, dealing with bullies, and living life as a supergirl. Be sure to tune in every week for Supergirl Guide, the radio show, every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. With some support and knowing that you're not alone, it makes all the difference in the world. listening to purple songs can fly on the voice america kids channel to find out more about our program please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org now back to our show welcome back to purple songs can fly i'm emily along with erica and you are listening to voice america kids well so erica where do you think you're going to go from here? I mean, say five years from now, where do you see yourself? I mean, what are your dreams? What are your... Well, definitely, let's see, five years from now. So that'll be hopefully admitted into New York University Dental School. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Um, on the road to becoming a dentist. So, Erica, where did that um, kind of come up? What kind of inspired you to become a dentist? Um, well, really, it started um, when I was 16. I was, like, so fortunate enough to land a position as a receptionist mm-hmm. in a dental office. Only reason why I was able to get that job at such a young age was because I knew the manager. And mm-hmm. she knew my maturity level, and she knew that I had such a great way of, you know, speaking to people. And she's like, you'll be great for this position. You're hired. So, oh, awesome. Yeah. So, awesome. But really, before that, I thought I wanted to be um, a neurosurgeon. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to, you know, specialize in peds, but then... Mm. 
as the years went by and I, you know, continued to work at that office, I realized that dentistry was definitely much more up my alley. And that's yeah. really what set it set it up for me. I was just like, okay, I could really do this. And I think this is what I'd rather go into. And um, probably if I would have never gone into, you know, that office, I would have never realized, like, I really have a passion for dentistry. Wow, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, switching gears here, um, the song you wrote with the Purple Songs Can Fly project, um, what was your inspiration for that? It was a lot, definitely. I mean, for the most part, just all the changes that I was undergoing, mm-hmm. um, I guess emotionally, you know, because you start putting your life into perspective. Right. And obviously, you know, outwardly, you have to be very brave and you have to show people that, oh, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine, you know, it's okay, it's okay. Yes. But inside, you're going crazy, it's madness. And you're right. like, oh my God, you know, I have cancer and my friends are partying off at UT and NYU and right. USC and I'm here, you know, getting treated for cancer. Like, what is mm-hmm. this? And, you know, so definitely came out of a lot of, you know, what I was doing before and kind of just I was really putting into perspective like had had I died that first surgery you know what were people going to say about me you know and so that's really a lot of the thoughts went into that song for for example you know like for me just being humble throughout life that's so huge for me you know and so I would always think back and I'm like you know what kind of things would people really say you know would they say oh you know she was always so stuck up to people and Mm. all this other great stuff because I've always felt that I've tried to go on about life like just being nice to everyone you know I don't play the color game I don't play the popular game you know I'm just I love passionate yes exactly I love everybody for who they are and you know judgment I feel like there's no room for that in my life you know life is really so short there's no point in going around judging people by what car they drive or oh my god she's not wearing makeup and she's right, you know in jogging right. clothes and, and you know that is so hard to find these days mm, I yeah mean. <laughs> <laughs> it really is so yeah. you know definitely that and just for instance with the song you know I said there's a part where you know it's like we go around with like our time cards and stuff and Mm. we really don't notice the little things about life for instance even just like I said being able to get out of bed and brush your teeth and you know go on and just make myself a bowl of cereal drive to school you know and just notice little tiny things about the world you know we Mm. are so focused on oh my god we have to get here we have to get there we have to get there on time oh my goodness and it's like no 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 you know because at the end of the day it's very unfortunate that it has to get to the point where something like this happens to you but it does make you realize like well you know you could just stop and and lay in the grass for a little bit and don't judge me but I've done it you know it's like (laughs) I love it you know especially like in the morning the grass is kind of wet as long as I'm wearing you know clothes that are not going to get stained but I will just lay in the grass and then nice and cool yeah Just stopping mm-hmm. and and just enjoying life. Yeah, like yes. I always tell people, I'm like, I just want to hug the sun and I just want to <laughs> spread love. Like that's really all that I want to do. And just you know, when people are having a bad day or like at work, if someone you know has like an ugly attitude, I'll be like, hey, you know, like don't don't let that affect you. Yes. Like, just smile, breathe, go to the back, take a breather, come back, right. and just enjoy the rest of your day because there's just no point in letting the little things get to you. And just look at the bright side. Exactly. Look at the bright exactly. side. Exactly. <laughs> because, you know, today we're here and then tomorrow we're gone. And mm. like I said, you know, if for tomorrow, for instance, if I was to be gone tomorrow, I would want people to be like, yeah, Erica, yeah. you know, she was so sweet. And she was always just trying to make people laugh and just trying to, you know, make you look on the bright side and exactly. just going about life being humble. Because to me, that's really the number one thing in life. And because, being compassionate. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if you're not humble, if, you know, you could be at the top. 
But right. if you're you don't remember where you came from and you just go about life like thinking you're better than everybody else, I feel like then you're not really getting the full And you there's know, no point. Exactly. There's no point to mm-hmm. it. Exactly. Yeah. Because I really just truly believe in loving people for who they are. You yes. know, it's like like I said, I don't care where you come from. I don't care what you do or whatever. Just as long as you go about trying to be a good person, that's really what matters to exactly. me. Exactly. If you have a bald head or not, <laughs> exactly. right? Yes. Yes. I totally understand. Mm-hmm. I used to have long golden curls, mm-hmm. and that was that was really hard for yeah, me. Yeah. For I mean, I had 27 inches of long, straight, mm-hmm. thick hair, and when I lost it, you know, people have called me, you know, a boy. They've called me a man uh. in public. People will come up to me and call me a lesbian or say, like, you know, why are you crazy? Why did you cut your hair? and that's when you find yourself just kind of really looking back and saying wow can people really be this ignorant and can people Mm. really have the guts to go up to you they don't know you they have no idea what it is you're going through and ask you something that personal you know and it's you know I I think for me that was the toughest part losing my hair actually you know I would always say I could go through the surgeries I could go through the Mm. chemo but just don't let me lose my hair you know I really didn't want to lose it and I actually shaved my head before my first chemo to donate it to Locks of Love because it was 27 inches of right. great hair. Right. I was like, why shouldn't you know someone benefit <laughs> from that? Go to waste, right? Exactly. And um, I don't regret that decision, but it was definitely very hard. I mean, I was probably crying every day for like the next two months. Oh. <laughs> See, I had a very tough time losing my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Actually, when it started to fall out, I put a bandana over mm-hmm. my head mm-hmm. um, in hopes that it would kind of help it stay in um but my ICU nurse um Mm -hmm. had actually gone through leukemia and she knew exactly what to do she said you know what you could try brushing it out but it's just going to be a lot of pain you just go have it cut at the uh, 16th floor yes so thankful for her and everything we're going to end this segment by a song by Caroline that is called Friends in a Circle of Nine, and she was Nine ten. swimming, it's calm. The moon glows on the pool. The water is clear and a very light blue. And just a little bit cool. Sitting around in the hot tub. Turning the jets on high Talking about all the plans for tomorrow Friends in a circle of nine You can hear the bugs making noises And everyone's voice is soft There are people talking on balconies Laughing and mumbling far off Sitting around in the hot tub Turning the jets on high Talking about all the plans for tomorrow Friends in a circle of
in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bon appetit!
every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When you're 12 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel.
are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to Purple Songs Can Fly. I'm Emily, along with Erica, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. So, Erica, um, I know I asked you before, but do you have any siblings? Do you have any siblings? I do. I'm uh, the oldest of three. I have a younger brother. We're two years apart, and then a younger sister, and she'll be 12 in December. Oh, awesome. Mm -hmm. How do you think this um, whole cancer experience, how do you think it has, um, you know, maybe changed them, maybe give them a new perspective? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, it changed them a lot. Mm. just because for them, I was always kind of like another mom. I was the go-to oh. person. You know, I was going to my sister's parent-teacher conferences as well as my brother and really? picking them up from school and just doing all the things that, like, I guess a normal mom would do just because my mom works a lot. So, you right. know, she definitely depends on me a lot to help her out with, with them. And, you know, my brother took it the hardest, I would say. Mm. He, you know, was very in denial. And then once he kind of accepted it, he was, like, lashing out on me. So he was oh, no. very <laughs> angry. He had a lot of anger oh, no. built and my little sister on the other hand she was just one of those who was always crying at the beginning and she was very sad and um when I was home she kind of just always wanted to be by me I guess you know she was scared like oh my god is my sister going to die what's going on you know because she's the baby so she's been so sheltered she doesn't know you know I'm the first person in my family to ever have cancer and so she's not used to you know all of this kind of you know everything you have to go through on a daily and so she was just always trying to just be by my side and Mm. just spending time with me and when she was at the hospital just trying to make me as comfortable as I you know could be so yeah right Mm -hmm. I mean it's it's so scary when you're told that you or um, a loved one is has been diagnosed with cancer Mm. the first thing you think um it's like okay are they gonna are they gonna die Die. (laughs) yeah that's the first thing I thought Mm. whenever I was told I had cancer I'm like okay Mm-hmm. Am I going to die from this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very, very scary situation. Definitely. And that's why, you know, I always just tried to put on the brave face. You yes. know, it's like, wait, no, why are you guys crying? Because I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Like, right. I'm not going to die from this. But, of course, in the back of your head, you're thinking, well, yeah, I'm going into my mm-hmm. next chemo, but am yes. I going to come out? You yes. know, but you can't let them know that. And not just your siblings, but your family as well, because everyone is affected by it. It's exactly. not just yourself. It's exactly. not just your immediate. It's everybody that's around you. And you just know? always look on the bright mm-hmm. side. Exactly. Mm. Because, you know, at the end of the day I have or had still have but you know at the time you know all these people are behind me just you know rooting for me and just yeah you're gonna be okay you're gonna be okay and so I just have to I just felt so guilty that you know they were so affected Mm -hmm. right and they're sad I can't make their depression or their uh, you know crying and all the great stuff that comes along with it go away so (laughs) the only thing I could do to help them was just by showing them you know that I was okay and I was just always trying to smile always trying to be positive and And you just have to believe mm -hmm. I am gonna be okay exactly Yeah, you know, and it's like on your good days, get up and put on makeup (laughs) and and be your normal self because then that's when they really see, oh my God, she really is okay. She really is okay. okay. And, you know, just flipping through my people and, you know, Vogue and, you know, just doing my, you know, normal routine as much as I can. Normal everyday things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I want to ask you, you know, what about yourself? You know, like when you were going through your experience, what were some of the things you would do to kind of try to motivate you to just get through it you know just well I mean like I said before it's just like always look on the bright side I remember walking the halls um in the ICU and in the hospital 
and I would go by kids' rooms, and they were just, you know, lying in bed with sad looks on their faces, and I'm just thinking, get up, you know, you're alive, you're alive, mm-hmm. you have to, you have to enjoy and be thankful for every little mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and um, I, uh, I have an amazing family as well, and so they would encourage me. I remember my brother came to the hospital and celebrated it with me on his birthday. I mean, as opposed to going out with friends Mm -hmm. or doing something like that, he came to the hospital. And, I mean, you just have to... Like I said, look on the bright side. Yeah, count the sure. blessings that yes. you have, each especially and every day. with with family. Because I think for me that was like my biggest. Mm-hmm. They were definitely my biggest motivators. You right. know, I would just look at them and say, "I have to fight for them because yes. you know they're like to me." Like I said, really, like what killed me during the entire mm-hmm. experience was just seeing how affected my family was by right. it. You know, and so I just really would would try my best to smile. And I'm a huge jokester. I'm the jokester <laughs> in my family. I love making people laugh. Like right. really, that's my mission every day to make at least one person laugh so I was still always trying to joke around making them laugh and just being the regular old me as much as I could just so they could see she's she's gonna be she's gonna be okay okay. (laughs) can you not tell yeah exactly exactly and I think yeah and a lot of for me personally at least too just a lot of prayer and Mm, faith you know I really held on to that and that helped me a lot faith is everything yeah I had a lot of conversations with you know the big man upstairs and Mm. just you know please give me the strength that I need today because Right. <laughs> I can't provide it on my own. I really need your help. Mm, and yeah. it's it's really, you know, it's it's amazing, you know, to see the, the kind of things that your faith and your family can provide for exactly, sure. Exactly, exactly. We're going to end this segment by a song by Rachel when she was 16. It's called, I Don't Know What I Do Without You. Before I met you, I was so confused. I was thinking in my head. Feel. Oh, I want you to see 
15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Have you met Catherine the Great? She may be a lot like you. She likes sports, singing songs, having fun, and taking adventures with her friends. She especially loves to make new friends like you. Tune in each week to Catherine the Great's Magical Hour, hosted by Madeline, and discover about how you are magical, colorful, and love. You will learn, laugh, and feel welcome with Catherine the Grapes Magical Hour. Heard every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Be inspired to ripple loving kindness throughout the world with your friends at Catherine the Grapes Magical Hour. are listening to purple songs can fly on the voice america kids channel to find out more about our program please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org now back to our show welcome back to purple songs can fly i'm emily along with erica and you are listening to voice america kids so more about your song um it's such a beautiful song can you just like tell me what you were you know, what's going through your mind whenever you were writing the song and what were your inspirations and that kind of thing. Yeah, well, thank you so much for that. I mean, yeah. I, I really like it and I didn't even <laughs> really think that a lot of people would really, you know, were going to hear it. But I hope you like it. Uh, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I, I love it. But yeah, mostly just really, um, you know, like the, what are the initial, you know, I guess sentences of the song is, yeah. you know, being reborn and getting cancer again. And yeah. I really do, you know, I would go through it all over again. I would just because, you know, it's it's something that really puts your life into perspective, like I said yes. before, and it teaches you a lot about yourself mm-hmm. because I know I learned so much about myself through this experience that right. had I not gone through cancer, I would have never known, you know, like. I mean, you never would have met the people you've exactly. met you would never would have been the places mm-hmm. you've been exactly. if it i mean it's like the cancer was not a blessing mm-hmm. but um but the experiences and the relationships that come out of that it come out of it are huge, blessings huge yes blessings for yes. sure and you know just i you know never realized that i had such a willpower to live mm. because before you know you always put yourself in those what if situations yes and i was always a crazy person that would say oh my god if i was diagnosed with cancer i would just die right there i would I'd just say, die nope, nope i'm done nope not going through all that yeah but that's such a lie because you know after well, here my you first are surgery, today ex- right yeah for one <laughs> and you know as soon as the doctors came in and told me well you know you have cancer my first question wasn't am i going to die actually my initial yes. thought was okay, what are we going to do to get it out of me? Because yes. I'm like, I'm only 18. I still have a lot to oh, live. Life no, 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 no. You, like, right. This is not going to be my cause of death. I know yes. I'm going to die, but it's going to be a 90-year-old woman warm in my bed with 20 grandchildren, five adopted <laughs> right. kids, and, you know, just be happy. Yes. <laughs> have a fulfilled life. Yes. And so, yeah, you know, back to the song. It's just mm. really a lot of, 
like I said, reflection and just, you know, really what makes life beautiful, you know, and to me that's, you know, family and love and, you know, nature is a huge part of it. I mean, I'm not really like a tree hugger. Well, a lot of people are just totally bypass it. It's like, exactly, you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And don't really, like I said, you know, just appreciating the little moments, you know, go and, and hug your mom 20 times in a day <laughs> because, you know, it's really like, you know, when I was going through treatment, like I didn't even have the energy to hug my mom oh, and I yes, missed it, you know, yes. just going up to her and hugging her. And now it's like, I'm hugging her 24 seven and I know, right? you know, just kind of <laughs> smelling, you know, her, her favorite perfume is, um, you know, uh, it's Chance by Chanel and like oh, nice. I fiend for that smell during yeah. my treatment but it made me nauseous so I couldn't you know really like be near her and now it's right. like I just like dig into her neck I'm like mm, right. I love it <laughs> <laughs> and I know it sounds really weird but you know just those that's what I mean by the little things you yes. know just going on my couch and cuddling with my toy poodle you know right, and right. just the little tiny things that you know it's it's like two seconds out of your day but and it it's makes like your day. anybody else who would look at that would be like Oh, you're okay. kind of weird yeah well, what's not going even on that, not even that they're just gonna be like okay whatever yeah but, exactly but after going through something like this mm-hmm. you really appreciate the small things. yeah and I'm sure you can relate to that because yes. you know I'm sure you have your little things that you're like well it's kind of weird but guess what I don't care you know right. like <laughs> at the end of the day that's what makes me happy exactly. so yeah for exactly. sure you know and I know for me it's also laughing like I love to laugh I don't know why but and you just... <laughs> know you know this that laughter doeth good like medicine mm-hmm. and, and so... it's true it really is because it makes <laughs> you feel so much better you know yes. especially coming home after a stressful day and just laughing it up with my family around the table drinking coffee like 70 year old women like the golden (laughs) girls with their cheesecake you know but I love it you know and that's what makes me happy and you know then I can go to bed feeling satisfied because I'm like okay well the day didn't start out so good but it ended great you know exactly my aunts live like two minutes away from my house we all live like on the same street so it's great you know we're always in each other's business and super super tight-knit family and I love it I wouldn't have it any other way that is so cool I try to enjoy to the fullest that is so cool Mm -hmm. so erica it was great to have you today Uh, great talking to you and i just have one more question um and that would be what would be your message to the world off to our listeners that are listening today what, what would be your inspirational message to them okay well before i answer that i want to say that it's been really good talking to you too (laughs) (laughs) I just I love having this girl time and you know um when I answer that question I think you know my message to the world is just really you know love hard (laughs) like Mm. you know very passionate yes live life to the fullest and don't ever take anything for granted even Mm. the littlest things you know appreciate them to the fullest and know how to accept when you're wrong and just you know go about your life really living by that motto you know because Mm. life is too short you know for all the other little things you know to go ahead and affect your day or your life and be upset about Mm -hmm. the little things Mm -hmm. yeah Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I would really say. Just love hard, live life to the fullest, and don't take anything for granted. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's end this show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. The song is What Makes Life Beautiful, and she wrote it when she was 18, going through chemo. If I were to be reborn in this life, knowing I would get cancer one more time,
busy with our time sheets Quickly moving from point A to point B You should, you should, you should not sweat the small stuff It's a waste of time Funny Find beauty, it wouldn't be what society makes it out to be. It would, it would, it would be an internal view, and how you interact with the world around you. Thanks for listening to Purple Songs Can Fly. We'll see you again next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. And remember, for more information about the Purple Songs Can Fly project, visit www.purplesongscanfly.org. We'll be back with more music next week. Purple Songs Can Fly.